Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Outlook at XM.com. I'm Maria Pashardavis and joining me is Lead Investment Analyst Rafi Boyajian. We'll be reviewing the week ahead. So Rafi, let's begin over in the U.S. where we'll get CPI figures on Wednesday and a flurry of data, including retail sales, on Friday. So far, the Fed has maintained an ultra-dovish stance. Do you think that stronger-than-expected data will put more pressure on the Fed to re-examine its stance? And how might strong data affect the dollar and treasury yields? Well, Maria, we haven't seen a huge reaction to economic data uh, lately out of the U.S. because uh, basically much of the good news uh, is already uh, priced in. So we still have uh, that central narrative that uh, all the stimulus uh, and the vaccinations which are gathering place around the world uh, will almost certainly uh, lead the world out of the pandemic a whole uh, and we're going to see a full recovery at least in the in the major advanced uh, economies and although we've had some negative headlines some setbacks uh, whether it's the vaccines or fresh outbreaks of the virus in some parts of the world. Overall, uh, we haven't seen the risk appetite take a huge hit. On the other hand, neither has good news been um, leading to a huge reaction. Um, that's because uh, much, much of that seems to be already uh, baked in. Uh, and of course, we have the Fed assurances that they're nowhere near in uh, starting to think about withdrawing some of the uh, stimulus. Uh, and markets are now uh, convinced that the Fed will not be acting anytime soon. However, we do have ongoing uh, inflation fears. Uh, and so something could easily spark off uh, another uh, panic selling in board markets, which would push up treasury yields and in turn uh, the uh, US dollar uh, and that might well come that response might well come from uh, next week's inflation data we're expecting to see uh, annual CPI rate in the US rise to uh, 3.6% the core rate is expected to rise much more moderately uh, but the bigger than expected rise in the headline figure uh, could uh, potentially uh, lead to a jump in treasury yields the retail sales on the other hand uh, we are expecting uh, some moderation after that 10% boost we saw back uh, in March on the back of uh, the, that round of that the third round of stimulus checks. Uh, but we're also going to have other data, industrial production, uh, consumer, sur- consumer sentiment surveys. Uh, so if all of that is, uh, are, if all of that are much stronger than expected, uh, that could perhaps help the dollar to uh, push outwards because although the dollar slide has um, steadied, uh, the dollar is struggling to uh, make much further gains. Uh, so if there's not a huge reaction, we could see further consolidation in the dollar. On the other hand, uh, if the data uh, is much more upbeat, uh, then potentially that could uh, help the dollar extend uh, its modest rebound. Right. Okay. Moving over to Europe now, there's not much on the European agenda next week that could impact the euro, but perhaps we'll see a reaction once the ECB's minutes come out on Friday. What should we expect? So as you said, the data, we don't have anything too significant. So the focus will really be on the ECB's meeting minutes. So back in April, um, we did see the the ECB push back on the idea that uh, they would be 
tapering sooner rather than later. On the other hand, uh, we didn't see as much of a strong commitment uh, on keeping yields low as we had seen uh, earlier from the ECB. Uh, so hopefully the minutes will shed more light on where policymakers actually stand uh, on tapering on, uh, you know, to what extent they're willing to intervene uh, in the bond markets to keep yields down. Uh, so the, the euro will probably be sensitive uh, to uh, any views that are somewhat more dovish or somewhat less dovish uh, than what we've heard uh, already. On the whole, though, uh, we don't, there shouldn't be uh, nothing too dramatic coming out of the minutes. Uh, so per perhaps you could see the, the euro uh, consolidate further uh, against the US dollar. Uh, the euro had a very strong uh, April. Uh, we've seen uh, that rebound, uh, the, that uptrend lose steam at the start of May. Uh, so if we don't get any clear signals next week on, on policy direction, uh, it's hard to see the euro uh, resuming uh, its uptrend uh, in the very near term. And finally, the Bank of England just announced that it will reduce its weekly QE purchases, which didn't move the pound much. We'll get the GDP growth figure for the first quarter on Wednesday. More importantly, we'll get the results of the Scottish election over the weekend. How might the pound be affected if there are strong gains by the Scottish National Party? So, uh, referring to the GDP data first, so that's uh, probably not going to get a huge reaction. That's mainly seen as old news now. We know that the UK was in uh, tight lockdown in the first quarter. Uh, so GDP is expected to have uh, contracted over the period. Uh, of course, nothing on the scale that we saw uh, in the uh, second quarter of uh, last year. Uh, and we're also going to have separate numbers for March. Uh, now, these could be a bit more upbeat uh, than for the whole quarter because we did see some loosening of restrictions uh, back in March. Uh, but overall, uh, of course, if we see any big surprises, we could see a significant reaction in the pound on the whole, though uh, much of the focus will be on those Scottish elections, as you mentioned. Uh, so uh, the uh, Scottish National Party uh, could just they've got a good chance of winning a majority in the Scottish Parliament. Uh, if not, uh, then they might be able to form a majority with another pro-independence party. Uh, and if that happens, uh, that would put the uh, uh, another Scottish independence referendum back on the table. Um, now, the question is, will the pound react uh, just yet? Uh, because it might be too soon uh, to uh, start overreacting to start um, fearing uh, Scottish independence just yet, uh, because we have seen some waning support for Scottish independence uh, in recent polls. Uh, so uh, just as we saw with the Bank of England decision, we didn't see a huge reaction in the pound. The same thing might happen on Monday. On the other hand, uh, we should be wary of uh, any volatility on Monday morning uh, in case of any shocks in those election results. Rafi, thanks so much. And thanks for joining us at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.